Welcome to Judging by the Title, the podcast where we take a movie we've never seen and tell you what we think it's about based just on the title. Then, halfway through the podcast, we break to go watch the movie and then come back to talk about just how wrong we were. Or how right we were. Probably how wrong we were. This episode, our guest is Sammy Anderson, and we'll be judging The Wrong Missy by its title. Now, you may notice that at some points in this episode, my voice sounds kind of echoey, and we're just going to call that an artistic choice and definitely not the result of my limited audio editing skills. All right. Hi, everyone. Welcome to um, episode six of Judging by the Title. Here um, I have with me Sammy Anderson. Say hello. Hey, hello, guys. What's going on? Yeah. Um, yes, yeah, Sammy and I used to work together at Barnes & Noble before the world ended. Yes. Um, but he's more than that. Uh, he's also um, an actor, a producer. What else? That's. I, I mean, I write sometimes, too. I like you telling people. It makes me more comfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can, we can, you know, we can say whatever we want on this podcast. It's not fact check, so we can be like, "You have a Netflix special out." Yes, exactly. I do. <laughs> you can, fi- you can find it. You just have to look really, really hard. So spend the next thirty-six hours trying to find it. Yeah, yeah. Just try to find this. It's buried in there. It's buried under all the true crime documentaries and yeah. weird reality shows. Because it's um, a hybrid yeah. of that, and it's hard to explain unless you see it. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's that avant-garde stuff. Very <laughs> right, yeah. um, so today we are discussing The Wrong Missy. Um, again, to clarify, neither of us have seen this movie. Neither of us know what it's about. But we're just going to theorize about what we think the plot and or general gist of this movie is. And so, I want to point um, out do... that, that people think I'm crazy for not having heard of this movie. Because apparently it's on Netflix. And was like super huge, was on like that top 10 thing that they do when it came out or whatever. And I just, it's completely bypassed me. I didn't even know David Spade was in this movie until that was the one bit of information that you told me. Yes, yes. That's the only thing I know is that this stars none other than Joe Dirt himself, David Spade. Yes. So that's what we have to go off. That in the title. So the wrong Missy. What, what are your general theories about this film? Okay, so... I, I probably, this just feels really sassy to me, and I don't know that I would have felt this way if it wasn't for knowing David Spade was in it, but I totally get the feeling that, like, The Wrong Missy is just that, like, sna- sassy clapback that you hear from people all the time, like, you done messed with The Wrong Missy. And knowing, like, David Spade's general style with, like, oh. Joe Dirt and stuff, I, to- I totally just imagine him, like, Big Mama's house in it, only hopefully not black, just like this crazy psycho grandma who's just going for it you know what i mean and like somebody somebody is dealing somebody's messing with grandma in some way and she doesn't like it only she is david spade so david spade is playing a sassy woman yes. who says you've messed with the wrong missy. at least once you you done messed with the wrong missy like done's gotta be there you have done messed with the wrong Missy. So David Spade in drag, sassy, and says you done messed with the wrong Missy. Okay. That's, and like, may, you know what? Maybe it's maybe it's not even him. Maybe it's like he's got a granddaughter 
who's dating just like this this hunk of man who's just a total jerk because that's what happens in every single movie where somebody's good looking. They're either too perfect or they're too terrible. And this guy's too terrible. And she she's just not feeling it. And there's going to be like a beat down from Grandma Spade. Yeah, so David Spade, Grandma, is defending like or avenging his like granddaughter is what I'm hearing from you. Like, <laughs> David Spade and Drag is, is like, a vengeance. Are we talking about, like, dead? Did, like, granddaughter get killed? Is that what this vengeance comes from? I mean, she can be dead, she can be alive, she can be missing. I mean, I... Okay, so she's totally missing, because I'm imagining some, like, John Wick Taken style Big Mama's House hybrid where Grandma just goes off, and, like, they steal <laughs> granddaughter, and, like, some... It's just stupider than trafficking. I don't know what it would be, but granddaughter gets stolen, and the wrong, like, you messed with the wrong Missy, and David Spade grandma goes off, and there's there's ton of death in this. I can totally feel it now. Like, there's... Oh, it's filled with death. This is not a comedy. This is, like, a dark action movie about this grandmother avenging his daughter. Maybe, yeah, but, like, you're right, like, trafficking's a bit too, a bit too serious. Yeah, so, like, like there's definitely comedic elements here. He like, carnies and was forced to join the circus and the... he's doing, like, high-wire acts. Ooh, I mean, that's... I, I suppose that's the way we're going with this, yeah. So, like, she's been kidnapped by yeah. carnies, but he's somehow really good-looking. How does this work? He owns the the circus, obviously. He's not a part of you mean You mean his... his her boyfriend yeah. who is the subject of of the wrong missy david spades like taken like a job. yeah yeah like he's he's too good looking to be a carny sorry every carny out there who's now offended but like if he owned... <laughs> we have a big carny audience on this podcast <laughs> I, I figured that was like the main audience it really felt like that's what you're going for here but like he's definitely the owner of of this circus like he you know he's like pulling all the strings he's like that dude that Hugh Jackman just played only the realistic version and not the nice version because that guy was an asshole I can't remember what his name is though Wolverine <laughs> no Wolverine's not <laughs> in the circus I really thought you meant Wolverine <laughs> what? okay so this is Wolverine circus Absolutely, Hugh Jackman comes in to make an appearance. No, he just, in The Greatest Showman, he just played some real dude, but that guy was oh. actually a terrible person in real life, and they made him super yeah, nice. exactly what you're talking about. The, the circus dude who was, like, actually evil. Yeah. yeah, who, like, put his people's dead bodies on display. What was his name? Oh, I don't know, but... This is not important at all, but anyway, that is... This is irrelevant, but, but circus dude. To clarify, this, um, okay, so David Spade is in drag um, as a vengeful grandmother yes. whose granddaughter got involved with the owner of a circus, and now she is kidnapped by that circus. And she's and in the circus now. Circus. Do you remember in Scooby-Doo so, when that, like, clown's, like, using the coin to hypnotize him and they all have to do stuff like that? No, but that does sound like most episodes of Scooby-Doo. Well, that's what happens. It's like this clown has like a coin that hypnotizes him and like Daphne's doing like the high wire act and stuff. That's what's happening to this girl. He's also a hypnotist and that's how he gets his also people to hypnotist. do this stuff. Yes, except David Spade is not susceptible to Oh, no. Hypnotism. He's far too sassy and angry and grandmotherly to be seduced by hypnotism. He's gone through too much. 
she, excuse me, she's gone through too much in her life to deal with yes. this. Because this is also a feminist icon. Because David Spade is with the times, and he knew that the only way to show female empowerment was to be a white man playing a woman. Yeah, it, that was the logic. Absolutely. Yeah, that's how David Spade has contributed to the feminist movement. And we, we haven't named this character yet, because this character is not the wrong Missy. This character is the one who says that one has messed with the wrong Missy. So what is the name of David Spade's character? Missy. Oh, Missy. The, the character's name is Missy. Yes, and it works on so many levels because David Spade is deep. It's absolutely David Spade. You know, he's the deepest. This is his. This is his like Oscar moment. He's really going for award season here. Yeah, um, I don't know this when this movie just... came out, so I don't know if he has a shot or not. I know, I know. It, it, we'll see. Maybe it'll be nominated in in the popular film category that's going to exist, <laughs> oh, yeah, apparently. Um, Along, I but, mean, when you've got a cameo from Wolverine, you obviously... Yeah. 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 And back to this, like, daughter who was, um, or granddaughter who was kidnapped by the circus. So a circus travels. Like, maybe it's a traveling circus. I'm thinking this is like an international manhunt where David Spade goes, like, around the world trying to oh absolutely it's like espionage how can they not go around the world when it's espionage you know what i mean and like this is this is like starting at the top because this is a beloved circus like everybody loves going to this circus you know what i mean like all across the world you got diplomats going but they all got their hands in the cookie jar a little bit like this goes all the way up yeah they just go to see these hypnotized kidnapped I'm assuming Americans that have been kidnapped into this circus and like wrong Missy is really taking down big circus right now. Yes, like, absolutely. Like, big, it's a metaphor. Business like big circus. Yes. Taking down big circus. And like clearly David Spade's homies are all of the other characters. You know, like Adam Sandler is definitely the strong man for absolutely no reason. And Rob Schneider is also playing a woman. He's the bearded lady because that just feels like what Rob Schneider'd be doing. Who else they got in that? Kevin Nealon pops in to say like six lines and leaves for absolutely no reason. <laughs> Kevin Kevin Nealon definitely is like one of the people who pays to go to the circus. He's like, I absolutely. He's like, I'm here to see the hypnotized girls, and then he leaves. He's the guy who pays, heckles, and then they kill him in the back. Like, he's definitely one of the people who just gets murdered. They, they, they kill him in the back because he refused to, to pay for oh. uh, his cotton candy. Okay, that's even better. He's heckling. Out of that cotton candy. Not paying for his cotton candy. Like, this guy's got to go. And Adam Sandler's strongman snaps his neck, for sure. Yeah, yeah. And Adam Sandler, they definitely talk about how, like, he was he was in the KGB. Like, he was a, a Russian spy or something, but he just sounds like Adam Sandler. Absolutely. Obviously. He's definitely Russian, but Adam Sandler doing his, like, I'm voice that he always does that I just botched horribly, but know what I'm talking about. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, and I'm Billy Madison, like when he's in the, the tub and he's like, Shampoo is better. I go on first and keep the hair clean. Okay, that's his Russian accent as the strong man. Yeah, absolutely. He's like, I worked in the Kremlin. <laughs> that's the only place. It's time for you to meet your maker. He, he doesn't even know the cities. He just knows the Kremlin. 
Yeah, but I mean, the question is, does does David Spade succeed? Like, does he successfully? Oh yeah. Rescue yeah. His pleasure granddaughter. So you know that the final, like the climactic scene in this movie, is totally like the biggest circus event of all time. Like, they got people coming from all countries. Like, oh, it's just like the special show for all these world leaders, uh, you know, getting together. But really what they're getting together to do is figure out how to take over the world one final time because that's coming in somehow. And, like, they're all together for this one show. And when a certain things happen, thing happens, like a bomb goes off or something, and David Spade just comes in, like, mowing down with the help of a few of the freaks who he finally got unhypnotized, including his granddaughter, you know, and it's just, it's a bloodbath. It's just like a horrific takedown of capitalism. This is extremely deep. This is a people's revolution. Absolutely. And it's David Spade. What do you expect? You messed with the wrong Missy. Like when you say you done messed with the wrong Missy, you're saying you've messed with the people. You've messed with the source of the capital. You've messed and with Miss America. And rise again and take over. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, this, is, this is very deep. But I think, um, you know the people would love it if we gave them like just a taste of a scene in this film. Okay. Like I'm thinking maybe like an interaction that David Spade would have with like the owner of the circus. Like maybe like David Spade like almost gets to him at some point and they have a dramatic interaction and then he disappears into the night. Okay. Um, so okay. In, in this scenario, would you like to play David Spade or um, evil circus man Hugh Jackman? Oh, man, these, these are two good choices here. Um, I want you to kick it off. I want you to be David Spade because I want to see where you go with this. Okay, I'm, I'm Missy. I'm Missy. I am Missy. I'm getting into character. That's right. I am the wrong Missy to mess with. Okay, here we go. Are you the circus man? Who wants to know? I want to know. Because my granddaughter is in your circus, and I know that she's hypnotized. And you know what you did, Mr. Circus Man? You messed with the wrong Missy. I think you said that once, but I got a lot of people's kids in the circus, so you're going to have to be more specific. Listen, I have training in karate, jujitsu, knitting, crocheting, and I could stab someone's eye out with a fucking needle. Did you make so what you you're wearing run. yourself? You're going to have to repeat that, Hugh Jackman. I said, did you make what you're wearing yourself? No, I got it at Dress Barn, but that's beside the point. Well, I was going to say it looks nice, but now I think it looks cheap and worn. Just like you. Listen, Hugh Jackman, I think in another life we could have been lovers. However, in this life you have kidnapped my granddaughter. And I must find her. And I must bring her back. And one day, that is going to mean killing you. And taking down Big Circus. And starting a people's revolution. You don't know what you're up against, mate. I don't know if I've said this before. But you done messed with the wrong Missy. Hey, yeah, and then she takes one of her crocheting needles. Oh and my god! Tries to stab him in the throat, but he subtly avoids the needle and disappears in a cloud of smoke. Well, I don't think he avoids it completely. I think there's definitely a scar. Every villain's got the scar. Like you, you get a little bit there, and then I disappear. But I get that cool neck scar, so I have some sort of vengeance to take upon you. Yes, and the next scene is Adam Sandler sewing up his neck scar and going like, I'm a trained medic. <laughs> That's right. yeah. Before I was hypnotized, I was a trained medic. That's perfect. Yeah, I mean, I think 
I think we nailed it. I think this is what it's going to be about. The question that remains is like, is David Spade going to get this Oscar for The Wrong Missy? And I mean, I think yes. I mean, I definitely see a nomination, but I think what's going to happen is Hugh Jackman is going to be stealing the scenes as a supporting character, and this is going to be Jackman's time to shine. And Jackman's winning Best Supporting Actor just because, and David Spade would have won Best Actor if Jackman didn't steal every scene he was in. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, he's going to win. And I think that, um, you know, David Spade's going to argue that, you know, his role is pivotal in the feminist movement and that you are a sexist if you don't vote for him um, and he's gonna so, work it's good you're right that is gonna work absolutely yeah yeah um so i think i think we've given the people a good idea of what this movie's going to be about and the the only thing left to do is watch it i'm in I, i'm ready to see this movie and see just how horrifically wrong we probably are <laughs> don't be negative you know think positive thoughts think positive thoughts Although you're probably right. I'm positive we're wrong. All right. So we will come back once we have watched this movie and tell you what we thought of it. All right. Bye. Bye. everybody so um we're back we have watched the wrong missy um (laughs) we have experienced it it is now part of us and um to keep tradition here i'm just gonna read the um imdb description of the actual film the wrong missy all right so the description is tim thinks he's invited the woman of his dreams on a work retreat to hawaii realizing too late he mistakenly texted someone from a nightmare blind date. So essentially, he invited the wrong Missy to his <laughs> company retreat in Hawaii. Um, before I get into my thoughts, uh, Sammy, what did you think of this film? <laughs> I, I think the word that popped in my head most of this movie was subtlety. There was absolutely none in this movie, and I was like, there needs to be some subtlety here, and there's just not any at all. But we did get something right. We we joked about David Spade's character being named Missy, but the girl's name is Missy, so we nailed that part. Like We knew that was a name somewhere. Yes, yes, there are two Missies in this movie, two Missies, or one Melissa and one Missy, who's really Miss Melissa, who were confused for each other. And um, Missy is, is definitely, you could describe her as the wrong Missy. Um, she's played by Lauren Lapkus, who yes. um, is one of my favorite comedic actresses. Um, and she, like, she's supposed to be, like, quirky and strange and, like, disruptive. But, like, it, it's this character is essentially, Missy's essentially, like, a straight-up psycho. Like, she <laughs> lies, <laughs> she violates people. She crosses boundaries constantly. It's like she's more than a nightmare blind date. Like, she's, like... Like, she needs to be on, like, some registry somewhere because she is dangerous. And that was, you know, that was something that... I thought she, for the role that was written for her, she did everything she could, and she did a good job with it. Like, they probably told her, you're a 10 this entire movie, and she had to play at a 10 the entire movie and did very well. But, like... I never had a moment where I'm like, 
you should like this person being around, which is, you know, it's like, it's a rom-com. They're trying to like push you that direction. But I was never like, you should feel comfortable now. She's a normal person. <laughs> that never happened. Yeah. And, and let's be clear. Um, so David Spade's character, um, essentially keeps her on the vacation rather than just like kicking her off once he realizes that she is he's invited the wrong person she keeps him uh he keeps her on because he thinks that she's suicidal because she says that she was going to jump off a bridge but then later it's revealed that she was in fact bungee jumping and all he did was (laughs) stop her from bungee jumping it's like what and yeah and 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 at one point he he does come to like Missy, and that's where the movie lost me a bit. Um, I don't know if that's right. where it lost you as well. Um, David Spade eventually comes around to like Missy, essentially because, and only because, he hypnotized his, she hypnotized his boss into right. liking him. Specifically, which is not a, it's it's a lie. It's not a good thing. Yeah, it's like you just you just violated someone's subconscious, and and but more right. she she hypnotized David Spade's boss on this work retreat into thinking that David Spade is his, like, nana, is his grandma. (laughs) So we were right that David Spade kind of plays a woman in this because he plays nana subconsciously in his boss's subconscious. And we can throw down that some of that posse did show up. Like, the the man with the the cross eyes, whose name I can't remember, unfortunately, that's, like, what I know him as, who's in all the Adam Sandler movies. Yes. He pops up, and Adam Sandler's wife is in it, and... Um, oh, which one is Rob she? Rob Schneider. Oh, she's a, she's she's the 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 mean other woman. Oh, the one who's like, I'm gonna get this job. The barracuda. And then, <laughs> and then, uh, Rob Schneider is in it. And yes. I I couldn't figure out what accent he was going for because I swear he went from like Elvis to like way down south to like hardly intelligible, like all within different cuts. <laughs> like it was every time they cut through me. Like, it but it didn't sound bro. like it half the time. It was, like, yeah. Like, half the time, you were just, like, talking a little bit like this, and then all of a sudden, it was kind of up here, and I was like, I don't know what's happening, but I appreciate you going for it. Yeah, no, Rob Schneider, um, just so we're clear, plays, like, a, a boat guide in Hawaii who um, got his, like, middle three fingers bit off by a shark, <laughs> so the only thing he can do with his hands is make the like hang loose side (laughs) right right which is so dark and grim also speaking of sharks and and the ocean um the wrong missy almost gets david spade and his boss eaten by a shark so like just just one more example of this woman is like actually extremely dangerous she's not just like a weirdo oh look at this quirky girl (laughs) like she's a physical danger to everyone around her (laughs) Like, she's more dangerous than the people running the circus that we thought were going to be the villains in this movie. Like, she's straight up like a real, possibly homicidal kind of maniac. Yeah, who carries carries a machete in her purse. (laughs) And and there was, you know, obviously as is the same with rom, or with like every other rom-com, like the girl who was supposed to be there, like he sees again. And when he sees her again, I'm like, this is the logical choice. The fact that you're not into her makes no sense to me at all. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. And he, of course, um, she ends up coming to Hawaii, um, the the correct Missy that he meant to invite in the first place, and he goes to dinner with her, drinks a ton of whiskey, 
um, does a handstand off out of a window, falls in a plant, and then she comes down to check on him, and he basically is like, I miss the old Missy. I need to get my crazy psycho Missy back who hypnotized my boss. Again, the only reason he grew he grew on her at all is because yes. she hypnotized his boss. That's the yeah, like only she, good thing she did. They, she says she's good at her job, and they try to humanize her with her job, but her job... The way she's good at it is by, like, true manipulation. That is a terrible, terrible marriage counselor. Because that's what she is. Oh, like, yeah, she's, 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 a marriage. she's a marriage counselor and certified in CPR and a certified substance abuse therapist and a certified hypnotist. And they try, like, they legitimately try to make us believe that she's good at it. But I'm like, she just violated, like, a total, like, the code of conduct is out the window now. Yeah. This does not exist in this universe. Yeah. Honestly, also, side note, can we talk about the company in this film that David Spade is going on the retreat for, Credit of America? <laughs> that just sounds like a pyramid scheme. That sounds like that's the fakest company name ever, Credit of America. Also, do financial firms really go on, like, insane corporate retreats to Hawaii? <laughs> they do go on corporate retreats. I, I know companies do because I have a friend who's in, like, some high IT thing, and it annoys him every time they do because he's like, this is a total waste of money. So it's not actually fun, and you're not going to meet the love of your life and see sharks. They just spend a ton of money that they could be paying, like, lower-level employees, but don't. Oh. Um, so this does happen. I just don't know if it happens quite like this. But I liked... I, I you, you bringing up the company, Nick Schwartzen, I thought he did a great job being the terrible HR dude. Like, the one who's oh, just, yeah. like, in your face. Like, he, he to me, even though, like, he was silly and over the top because the movie is over the top, he felt the realist. Like, I feel like I've met that guy before, you know? Yeah, the the crazy HR guy who um, who hacks into David Spade's phone and reads right. all his personal emails and yeah, looks at Yeah, it just has no boundaries, account. but he's, like, non-judgmental but has no boundaries. Yeah, no, he was great. He was great. Honestly, I thought I thought the acting in this movie across the board was great. Like the acting is for me what kind of saved the film. Yeah, the script the script I thought it was funny. In in the wrong hands would this movie would have been like a 100% train wreck. But the actors really did a good job understanding what they were asked to do and doing it well. You know, like Lauren yeah. Lapkus, like that would have been exhausting. Yeah. That would have been so tiring to show up every day and just be 100% like full tilt the whole time. Yeah, no, it wouldn't have worked if she wasn't full on psycho. I really hope she method acted for this film and just like <laughs> just made everyone uncomfortable. <laughs> like, yeah, it's honestly, I mean, I know that I shouldn't like have liked this movie as much as i did because it's ridiculous but i honestly laughed out loud at least like six times in this film i thought it was honestly pretty funny i thought it was okay it was not my favorite movie but i like the, the like i said the thing that was driving me nuts is like from the get-go and they set it up well so this is just a me thing and not a movie's problem thing i like a little more subtlety than was given because like from the very beginning you just got the the bathroom scene like they start they started a 10 basically with the with the prank and everything like mm -hmm. that um but i like i said the, the thing that bothered me most was like 
when they go to the humanizing moments, they didn't feel like they were humanizing. They felt like they just kept ramping it up, like her hypnotism and stuff. And I wanted them to give me a real reason to think she was right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, she actually, like... I I thought, honestly, um, because she mentions early on in the movie that, like, I don't like your boss and you shouldn't work for him. I thought she was going to help David Spade, you know, have some kind of realization about, like, oh, I actually hate this corporate job. I hate all these assholes. I want to get out of this industry. But that didn't happen. Instead, she just started using her, like, manipulative psychopathic nature to help david spade and then he liked it (laughs) yes yeah which again fit fits the like being at a 10 they're just times i wish they would have reined it in so that we could have been like i get it i get why you want to be with her yeah in any capacity whatsoever not just romantic but like you know what i mean because that in real life that would be a very hard person to be around ever yeah no um she would she's a physical danger and um i um i don't know i don't know the that lady just freaks me out i don't know she she freaked me out like there were moments in this movie where the character like genuinely like scared me a little bit like it you she could have been a horror movie villain like this could be a horror movie if written differently it's like you invite the wrong girl on vacation and you can't tell her to go because you think she's suicidal and then she turns out to be crazy it's like yep that could be a horror film you change the music in this movie and that's exactly what it is (laughs) (laughs) yeah so you you said lauren lapkus is one of your favorite actresses is this like her mo is she always the the unhinged one, or is this new She's for really her? Really not. Like she plays okay. char- Like in Orange Is the New Black, she played a very like, um, like kind of mousy, like demure character who just like was quieter and said like funny lines, and then occasionally would have a moment where like she erupts, and it was funny because it's like this quiet character is having this big like eruption moment. Um, and then like in in sketch, she kind of plays characters like that too, and she plays like and sketch like younger characters sometimes too so this was actually i felt like really different for her but she did it she did it really well again like i thought she did well i thought spade did well and i thought the script genuinely was very funny in certain parts like there there was like the stuff with uh, rob schneider and the fucking shark bit off his middle fingers i don't know i probably means my taste is low brow but that's just the funniest thing in the world to me but he can no. only do the hang ten sign, yeah. What's the name of the boss? I can't remember the actor who plays the boss now, but I thought he did a great job too. He was probably the most grounded, even when he was being hypnotized and stuff. I thought I thought he did a really good job too at just kind of like accepting the craziness around him and still playing it very deadpan. Yeah. It's kind of like, I thought he and Spade worked really well together. Spade was Spade. Spade's always Spade. You either you either like David Spade or you don't like David Spade. You're gonna get Spade. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean that's what you get with with Missy. I mean, I think yeah, and that's more evidence that he was born to play our version of Missy. Is that like you get what you get, and he like gives it to people like it is. He gives yes, to people like exactly. it is. He'll give it to the cert- underground circus human trafficking cartel and give it to them like it is as David Absolutely. Spade as a grandma. As a grandma, yeah, as that was that was the Missy, really yeah. that was the thing that this movie was missing was David Spade dressed as a grandma. That's uh, that's the biggest complaint right there. 
Yeah, they could have cut to it at least once, like, cut from the boss's POV to, like, David Spade as a grandma. It's like they just missed yes. that spade in drag niche. And, yes. like, that is, of any niche in the, like, film industry, that's the niche that needs to be filled. That is the representation we need. That's what's missing, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Like, David, Sp- David Spade dressing as a grandma is all this industry needs. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so... We're nearing the end of, of part two, and um, I think we've covered our general thoughts on this uh, film, but is there anything else you'd like to add? Any final thoughts? I would recommend it. If you if you like Adam Sandler and David Spade's movies, it's for you if you don't stay away. That's, that's the best I can say it. It is what it is, and you'll know what it is going in. Yeah, I totally agree. I'd say particularly like recent Sandler movies like if you like that kind of movie like this fits the bill mm-hmm. like this is if, happy madison 100 percent. yeah happy madison in 2020 100 right yeah. exactly and like that's what you're gonna get i think this is the perfect movie to watch like with a bunch of your friends at a sleepover pretty drunk at like 1 a.m and like pa- pause and rewind the ridiculous moments and mm-hmm. then imitate the characters to each other and you know maybe start keeping a knife in your purse because you never know you, you, you never know what's gonna life. happen you never know you never know it helps it helps weed out all the all the bad matches yeah <laughs> all right well thank you so much um i hope this movie didn't traumatize you too badly and <laughs> we will see you all next time Bye. see ya for listening to episode six of judging by the title go watch the wrong missy or don't um if you don't want to be a little bit traumatized by a psycho lauren lapkus anyway i am hypnotizing you this is hypnosis you will follow us on spotify and subscribe to us on youtube and you will go back and listen to all of the previous five episodes they're really good and you will listen to all of the upcoming episodes okay bye bye